The Confident Collective is coming to New York City, baby. Rayanne and Christina, October 30th, live from City Winery. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I thought you were going to say from on SNL. From New York. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I am so excited. It's going to be so much fun. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, what are you waiting for? It is going to be a night of fun surprises, guest appearances, and it's Halloween weekend. Like, like this is going to be epic. Everyone wants plans on Halloween weekend. We are literally saying, come hang out and have the time of your life. Are you kidding with me? Us. We are literally throwing you a Halloween party. We are giving you the best event of the year to come to. And you do not want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. So what are you waiting for? Click the link in the show notes and get your tickets now. See you on October 30th. And we decide to like spark up and light up this blunt. And we're like, maybe three quarters of the way through it. And this cute ass guy rolls up to us on his bike. And he's like, I could see you. He's like, where is it? And we're like, what? And we got freaking arrested by a young, hot police officer on a bike. That was kind of sexy. It was like, it was super sexy in my head until (laughs) we were like in the back of the police car handcuffed, okay? Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast, and we are your hosts. I'm Ryan. And I'm Christina. We are curve models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Ray? I am doing so good. How are you? Well, honestly, I have been better. I'm like super sick slash about to travel for three weeks. So, you know, when you just like have like a whole long trip ahead of you and like work and aren't feeling your best. And you're like, I got this. I got this. I just got to get through the today. I just got to get through today. Just get on and the also, plane. I just don't have clothes that freaking fit me. I don't have clothes that fit me. So I'm just currently ordering a bunch of things and just sending them to New Jersey, which honestly has been quite nice because there's no sales tax in New Jersey. Oh, I shit. Like I'm rich. I'm like, what? Yeah, dude, it makes a huge difference. Like you forget sometimes. I know my mom for the first couple of years, she'd come to visit. She'd be like, they charged me extra for something. And it would be just like the 10% sales tax. Whoa. But that's yeah. Crazy. Okay. I need to difference. do some shopping. She saved like hundreds of dollars. I need to do some shopping. I know. If I go to Jersey. Damn. Yeah. So that's been going on. Oh, we also just went to San Diego, which was so much fun. San Diego just has good vibes. It's good energy. It's, it's chill so, beach town vibes. It's good energy. Yes. It's super chill. That's what it was. We stayed in Del Mar and we saw one of my best friends from college who was there for a wedding and just got to hang out with her and her fiance. And it was so nice. Cause like they got to spend so much good quality time with us, but also with Nicholas. So it was just so cute. Oh, I love that. Nicholas looked like a little California beach bum. He's so cute. Wait, can I tell you what he did? What? Dude. My son is obsessed with older girls, right? I think I've said this before. <laughs> older women. No, it's crazy. It's like, it's the weirdest thing. Like girls around like seven to like 12, I would say. Like he just loves getting their attention. Like the second he'll see a girl who'll start playing like peekaboo with her. It's the weirdest thing. So while we were waiting for our dinner reservation, there was this reggae band playing and all these kids were dancing and stuff like that were there. So Nicholas like zones in on these two girls who are doing like <laughs> cartwheels and headstands. And I am not kidding you for 45 minutes. He was like trying to get their attention, did not pay attention to us a single moment. He started doing somersaults. I've never seen this kid do forward rolls like this before. He, every time he would do something or a dance move, then he would look at them and like clap for himself and like wait for their attention. It was hilarious. And at first they were like, who's this like weird baby? By the end, my boy had these girls wrapped around his finger. They were emulating every single move they made. They were like hugging him. They were clapping for him. He was like the star of their show. It was hilarious. That is so cute. It was so funny. I was like, 
Yes. I was, Steve was like so proud. He was like, look how persistent and confident he is. I hope he's <laughs> always like this. It was so cute. But yeah, it was hilarious. I was like, wow, he really likes older girls. Maybe it's because his so, cousins. Anyways, maybe, maybe. And Greasy was like that too. There was these two girls in Greasy who always tried to get their attention. I don't know. I don't know. He, anyways, but that's what's going on in my life. Amazing. Well, I went home to Denver for the weekend because I was like, oh, do I want to like talk about sun here? But I'm like, you know what? It's fine. Uh, I feel like a lot of people yeah, really. My grandma is passing away. She is like the most amazing person. I am so close to her and she's so special to me. And she has, we found out like a couple weeks ago that she has stage four cancer. I can't even pronounce the type of cancer. And we're just kind of trying to make her comfortable and like do whatever we can until she's ready to go. And it's just so sad it's so sad I just I went home and just literally sat on her couch and like hung out with her and just mm -hmm. helped out my older sister lives with her right now and kind of is taking care of her and we just spent some quality time together and it's just so so like yeah it's just a weird thing and I think this like a weird thing when you someone you're you love is just like slowly passing away but I would mm -hmm. recommend this book it's called final gifts okay it's basically written by like hospice nurses about like different stories of people passing away and like conversations and things like that and it was it's really helpful to read that if you're if you have someone in your life who's also in this situation because sometimes it's like oh my gosh it gets weird to talk about death but like that is their reality and you know she's very like vocal that she's like she wants to go and she like wants to go be with my grandpa and like yeah so it's mm -hmm. just I know it's been very sad I'm like cried out to be honest with you yeah but it was good to just spend time with her and that's what I've been doing so you know seasons, how how, seasons of how are her spirits she just like feels does she so seem sick. okay she feels so sick oh, she feels really sick she doesn't feel like yeah. herself she feels it's so super sick. that's so tough that's so sad to deal with that too yeah it's so crazy because I feel like everyone handles death so differently whether you're going through it or whether you're experiencing someone close to you and you know people are either like ready to go or they're so scared or it's just tough for everyone mm -hmm. but I'm glad you got to spend some time with her yeah it was really good and that we had like funny things too like she has terminal cancer but my grandma is like the OG wellness blogger I always say like she has been on it Wait, about, really like, oh my god she has been on like these wellness things before anyone in LA like she's been on like no seed oils all this stuff for years like she's my growing up my dad and his brothers never had like any food with like a lot of sugar in it or anything in the house so they would go to people's houses the first sleepovers and stuff and just like my dad said he would just go to people's houses and just eat all their cereal all their candy because my grandma never had that <laughs> in the house and she I we picked her up some peanut butter from here at Trader Joe's I'm like let's just get her peanut butter here we don't need to go to natural grocers like just get it here and she's like oh I can't eat that there's you know it's not organic and there's cane sugar in it I'm like grandma this oh is dark God. humor. I'm like, you poor thing. You have terminal cancer, but you can't eat the non-organic peanut butter. I'm like, okay, we'll get you your organic peanut butter. We, but I like that she's sticking to what she knows and what she likes. She is sticking to it. She's like, oh no, I can't eat that. You guys should take that back. I'm like, okay, we'll take it back. So she's just so sweet. And I'm really thankful that I've had so many amazing years with her and got to spend a little time with her. So that is what's going on in my life but christina what are you obsessing over this week okay so i've been having some sleepless nights and weirdly when i get into these sleepless nights i start thinking about the most random things if i'm not online shopping and one of the things that i started thinking about like last night was like I started obsessing with over it. It got me into like this whole spiral it was like of things that I've experienced in my life that either I did or that other people did that. I just think like we're fucked up. And at the time I didn't or didn't realize or like didn't think anything of it. So I'll give you two examples. <laughs> and I don't know why, like, I'm like, I, I like want to write these wrongs. Um, but one of them was when I was in college, me and a bunch of my friends all worked at a law firm 
And like the lawyers were obsessed with us. We were like the lawyers assistants. Like we would just like file paperwork. I don't even know what the hell we did. Honestly, most of the time we were just like on lunch and hanging out together. (laughs) But on Fridays, the lawyers would take us all out to lunch with them. And I just like started thinking about this. I'm like, dude, like this was like fucked up. Like all these lawyers, like pretty much like hitting on and like taking out like a bunch of 18, 19 year olds for lunch. Meanwhile, all these women who've been with them and working with them for like 20 something years had to like eat their lunch in the office and weren't allowed to leave. But they would take out like the young girls with that. Do you know what I mean? Wait, that's fucked up. And like we'd go out for like, it is fucked up, right? Well, especially because the like, women the couldn't we leave. Loved it. They couldn't. I mean, I guess they could probably go to Panera, like if they wanted to. They probably weren't stuck there, but they were never once invited to lunch out with the lawyers. It was only like the young college girls. I'm just like at the time, like we loved it. We loved the attention. We loved the free lunch. We were pretty much on Fridays. We would just go in there and hang out with our friends and go out to lunch with these lawyers. So like, <laughs> nice restaurants. But like, dude, that's like fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up to the other women who never got that same privilege and just watched these college girls come in and get like all these things handed to them. I love how like this is what you think about when you can't sleep. Like what? I know. I'm telling you, I got into this weird spiral. So that was one of them. And the other thing I couldn't think of, I couldn't stop thinking about was something that I did that at the time I was like, just thought was like a joke and funny. But now looking back, like it actually wasn't really mean and not funny at all. But I used to live in a house with nine other girls or there was nine of us in total. And one of two of us were always like, let's throw a party. Let's throw a party. Let's throw a party. Everyone was on board for the party, but we were kind of like the organizers of it. And for some reason, I don't know why it became an inside joke to like not invite one of our friends on the Facebook, like (laughs) invite group list for the party. One of our roommates. And it was a joke. We'd like not invite her, but we'd invite her older sister and just be like, oh my gosh, so crazy. We invited the wrong sister. And it was like literally supposed to be funny. But I remember one time she didn't come to the party and was really upset. And now looking back on it, I'm like, dude, that wasn't funny. Like if someone, if that was like a continuous joke and I wasn't invited to our house party, even though you say it's a joke, like that would make me upset. Don't you think? I mean, that's a very specific thing. That you're again losing sleep over. But yeah, that's pretty fucked up. I know. I think one it's time it would be up. funny. Like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And like if you it were all more than once. And if you're all talking about the party with her and you're planning it, but you're like, oh, we just invite her on Facebook, like, okay, whatever. But if you're like really like not inviting this chick, yeah, that's kind of mean, we, Christina. I mean, we were talking about it all together. Like obviously, like we were planning the party together. But for some reason, like we thought it was like a funny thing on Facebook not to invite her more than once. I mean, and see, I I'm, really don't even know why. I mean, I guess if you're like on good terms with her and you're joking and talking about it, like my, like, I feel like with your close friends, you do mean stuff to them. And that means like, you're kind of close. You're really close. And like, that's the meaner you I are to your I, friends, the closer you are. Okay. And that's how I think I felt about it at the time, but it definitely wasn't received like that toward okay. the end. Like once it kept happening, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, these are the things I've been obsessing over, like things that in my life that have happened like over a decade ago that I feel bad about. Okay. Is well, that we- like weird things I to think about really, when you can't sleep? I really want to get you the aura ring because I need to see your sleep because I'm actually concerned <laughs> because honestly, I feel like you haven't been sleeping like for the last two years and it's I actually wouldn't be able to function like I sleep soundly for at least six hours a night that's like loose like on the lower end I'm trying to get to eight hours a night where I'm sleeping soundly I'm actually concerned like we have to get you the war ring and we need to see how many hours a night you're sleeping because Christina I really think that your life would extremely improve if you got more sleep (laughs) no I agree but it's easier said than done when one, you're pregnant. I know. And uncomfortable true. and waking up because of that. And two, when you have like a baby waking up in the middle of the night also. When do kids sleep through the night? Dude, he was sleeping through the night. To- totally fine. This is like a new thing. I don't know. Damn. It's like a new thing. But I do agree that I definitely need to sleep more consistently and not think about weird shit when I'm up. So I need to, I, I know we talk about this all the time. I need to get the aura right. I just want to see, I just want to take like, I just want to see how many hours of sleep you're getting at night and how often you're waking up because I would just find, I'm very curious because 
I'm concerned for your health. So moms out there everywhere, I sympathize with you because if I was getting woken up by a kid, I would not be happy. I'd be a grouch. Okay, well, that's on my list to get. Okay, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Because that's what I'm obsessing over this this lately. I've been diving into my... I'm like, I'm going full on fall. I got my fall nest candle out. I've got my, you know, I've watched Hocus Pocus. I've watched Nightmare Before Christmas. Like, I am getting into full Halloween fall mode. I'm finally ready. I'm really ready to okay, replace I lo- it. I love that. I broke out my nest pumpkin chai candle a couple of days ago as well. So I always used to say my favorite Halloween movie was Hocus Pocus. And I ha- would stick with that. But I honestly haven't seen it in so many years. I need to rewatch it because I don't even remember what happens. Oh my God. You have- I'm not like a big, ho- scary movie person. Focus isn't scary. I know, which is why it was like my favorite one. But I feel yeah. like most Halloween movies are scary. Oh no, I don't like scary ones. I like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Why am I blanking on this? It has Sandra Bullock. Oh my God. This is driving me insane. Wait, what is it? Oh my God. Something I actually magic. don't. I- How have you not seen it? Oh my God. Oh my God. Practical magic. I've never seen that. Oh my gosh. Okay. You have to watch that. Hocus Pocus. Nightmare Wait, is it an actual Halloween movie? Kind of. Okay. Halloween Town. Iconic. I've never seen that. Oh, Christina. What Halloween movies have you seen? What Halloween movies have you seen? Not many. I'm l- literally Googling Halloween movies right now. And I'm like, I haven't seen any of these. I think Hocus Pocus might be the only one. If you ask Steve, he says that he's never seen, he hasn't seen a horror movie since like the past 12 years we've been together. Well, I don't like horror movies. I'm more of like the Disney kind of like. How about Double Toil and Trouble? I used to love that movie. Oh my God. I used to love that movie. <laughs> Beetlejuice. I Have watched you? that once and that freaked me out. Oh, I need to rewatch that. And even the Adams family, like all these like movies, I don't remember them at all. Have you ever seen Simply Irresistible? Never even heard of that. <clears throat> okay, that is on your to-do list. I don't think that's technically a Halloween movie, but it has like magic involved with it. It's a weird, weird movie with oh my gosh, what's her name? Yikes, how did I not forget her name? Simply Irresistible. Um, wait. Oh, here it is. Magical crab works wonders for a terrible chef's culinary skills. Are you sure this isn't Ratatouille? (laughs) No, give it a chance. It's a weird movie, but it's like. (laughs) All right, I'm watching this tonight. Wait, is this? Wait, it's good. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you to watch it tonight. It's on Hulu. Okay, amazing. I'm going to watch it tonight. It's so good. It's like a rom-com. A 90s rom-com that has like a weird magic crab in it. (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't really make any sense at all but just trust me on it okay 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 just trust me. and you watch practical did you watch magic. the new hocus pocus yeah I, okay i i watched the new hocus pocus and it was i mean it's like made for kids like it was very cheesy but it was just kind of like a wholesome like i wasn't like that was so good like it was really cheesy yeah also i just was like sarah jessica parker had no lines it was really interesting wait um, that's weird she literally said one line the whole movie it was very strange. I'm confused. I know. But yeah, I mean, it was like cute. Is she like not that. a main character in it? No, she is. Like, her character is like, but her character didn't have a lot of lines in the first movie, but definitely a lot more than this one. I don't know. It was very, it was like a cute thing, but on you should watch the original first again before you watch this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do that. Okay. Well, let's get into this episode because things are about to get scandalous, people. We are sharing mm-hmm. our scan. We're going to, cause you're going to share some, a few of our own scandalous stories. And then we're going to read some of yours. And I was reading these and I was like, Oh shit. I am like, damn, these are juicy. I know I'm super, super excited. Okay. So no judgment on anyone else's scandalous stories and no judgment on ours. All right. I know. I feel like we're at an unfair. Advantage. Those are the rules for the episode. <laughs> yeah. Cause ours aren't anonymous. So you really can't judge me and Christina's. Do you want me to start? Right, Do you, you want to share? first? Do you want me to go first? Oh my God. Sure. Okay. Why not? Okay. Unless you want, I'll go first. If you want me to go first. No, I'll go first. Okay, so as you guys, like this last year, I was definitely in kind of like a very sexual explorative phase, which we all know if you listen to the podcast, I've talked a lot about certain things, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so 
I have this friend who she makes like a lot of at-home videos, okay? And I've watched her at-home videos and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like sexy. This is like fun. I'm like, I want to make a video. So I decide, okay, we are out downtown LA one night and I, it was right after like the NFL, like uh Jersey something. I don't really know anything about football, but it was like the new NFL players, like get their jerseys, whatever. My friend and I meet these two brothers who one of them was just did is like in the NFL. Okay. Like just starting out. They're from Colorado. Actually, by describing these, people can probably figure out who this is. I don't care. They're from Colorado. <laughs> they had, a, they were like telling us about, like they're really popular in Colorado because their moms are lesbians and have raised like four boys who are now all like big in sports or something. And so my friends mm-hmm. and I are like, oh my gosh, I bet these guys are so like treat women so well because they're raised by like strong women, you know, all this stuff. Of course. So she goes home with one. I go home with the other. And I decide on this one night stand to make a sex tape. So I'm like to this guy, I'm like, okay, we're going to make a video. He's like, okay. I set up my tripod, film this whole thing, whatever on my phone. No, on his phone. I don't know why I did it on his phone. Okay. So I am like so drunk afterwards. I take the, take his phone and send it to my airdrop it to myself and then have to delete it. And then I go into his recently deleted and then delete it there. So I'm like 99% sure that every evidence on his phone has been deleted. Okay. I thought we hit it off. We were having so much fun and like, yeah, we got a little weird, like whatever, but we had so much fun. He was getting on a flight back to Colorado. So I texted him in the morning. All right. We were just talking on Instagram. We didn't exchange phone numbers, red flag, number one, whatever. Well, that's like the third red flag. Anyway, I message him in the next morning and I'm like, Hey, did you make your flight? He sees the message and then just (laughs) unfollows me and blocks me. We find out later that the brother my friend was with, he told her that his girlfriend died in a car accident last year, like a year ago, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, recovering all this stuff. She is alive. Literally this girl, he ended up blocking her because this girl is alive and well and in his tagged photos. And she watched my friend's Instagram story because obviously she saw he started following my friend, blah, blah, blah. So like he has a girlfriend who was alive and well and told her that she died in a car accident. So basically these two brothers are, are shady as hell. Shady as hell. As hell. And I made a at home video with one of them. So it was an interesting evening to say the least. <laughs> well, are you proud of your video? Yeah. I show it to anyone who wants to see it in real life. Okay, see? Okay, see, I think that's all that matters. Except but I, I cannot believe Except how I, it ended up. I know it was really messed up, but I showed my friend the video and she was like, it's still, I want you guys to know, it's still very vanilla. I'm a vanilla guy. I told you I'm like 80% vanilla. Like I'm a vanilla gal. And so all my scandalous stories are still pretty PG. Like I showed it to her and she was like, I can barely see anything. I was like, it's mood lighting. Okay. Like it was for the vision. She's like, <laughs> it, it is okay, actually girl. really dark. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh wait, I showed you, right? It is really dark. Yeah. Yeah. I was going for the artsy lighting, Christina, you know? I mean, also like it was at night and you're not going to have like all bright lights on, like with some random person. Right. I feel like, I feel like you did, you created a good video with what you had. Thank you. What you were working with. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You can't compare your videos to hers because hers are like cinematic. Hers are art. They're works of art. So yeah. (laughs) For my (laughs) first one, it's not bad. All right. Okay. Well, I love that story. Thank you. Okay. I guess one that I'll share and I don't know if I've shared this before, but okay. So I've been arrested before. And this one time I got arrested Been arrested twice. We only talk about one. Okay. You've been arrested twice. Another time. Yeah, I know. I, there was, I told you I was wild when I was younger. Oh shit. All right. Tell us. Wild. Okay. So this first time I was probably 20 years old. I was 20 years old. It was Right after my sophomore year of college, I was going into the city that day to apply for an internship to have a meeting. I'll never forget what I was wearing because it was like this beautiful linen dress with pearl buttons. I looked so cute, so sophisticated, so chic. 
I had my mom's like Louis Vuitton bag with like my laptop. And I just like felt like a young woman, you know what I mean? Going into the city for <laughs> her job interview or whatever. The interview goes great. And then my friends, two of my friends decide to meet me in the city to like go out to dinner and drinks afterwards. So they meet us and we are like kind of by NYU, like St. Mark's, Washington Square. And we're like, you know what we should do? I think I brought weed with us. We're like, we should absolutely like roll a blunt and like smoke some weed before we go out for dinner. So we decide to do that. And we decide to go to Washington Square Park to smoke some weed. And we decided on Washington Square Park because I'm not going to lie. Everyone in there seems shady as hell. Okay. Everyone was like, okay, they're selling and doing crack. Like three girls on a blunt. It's like the least of anyone's problems here. Right. So we decide to like find a little tree in a corner and we decide to like spark up and light up this blunt. And we're like maybe three quarters of the way through it. And this cute ass guy rolls up to us on his bike and we're like, Hey, and he's like, I could see you. He's like, where is it? And we're like, what, what? And we got freaking arrested by a p- young, hot police officer on a bike. That was kind of sexy. Bike. I like at this, it, it was like, it was super sexy in my head until <laughs> we were like in the back of the police car handcuffed. Okay. And at this point we're high as hell. Like we're like three quarters of the blunt through. Then this like one guy who came up to us. He's like, I tried to warn you. I tried to warn you, but you wouldn't listen to me. And we're like, what? And the officer was like, leave the ladies alone. Leave the ladies alone. So now me and my three friends are like half crying, half laughing in the back of this police car. Because we're high. And we're like, oh my gosh, like we're all like good kids. Like even though we just were smoking weed, like you just don't expect this to happen. And anyways, we ended up getting arrested. They brought us down. We were in there for like five hours. Told you there was one woman there who was in the cell with us who was there for writing a blank check. And then there was this other guy who was in another cell in the same holding room as us, who the second we walked in, he was like, y'all in here for prostitution? And we're like, (laughs) what? (laughs) We were just like, what is happening? So they wouldn't actually put us in the cell. We were just like in the holding room because they didn't want us like in the same in the same like I guess cell with these other people and they had us like handcuffed to the bar and I'm into like chairs and benches and stuff like that and we had to like wait an hour or two for them to take our photos and every single officer would come in and just laugh at us be like good old three girls on a joint huh they thought it was like the funniest thing and this one officer was like I gotta be honest with you quota you girls are in here for quota we're like what they're like to be honest with you the people who get arrested around here are don't look like you guys they're not your age. They don't look like you. They're not female. So pretty much we got arrested for smoking weed in Washington Square Park, which now I think President Biden is like making weed not a criminal offense at all. Yeah. We ended up having to go to um, like a trial for it a month or two later. And every, nothing was ever on our record. It was like all totally fine. It was as if like the night never happened. So now it's just like a story between the three of us that not many people know, except now I'm sharing it with everyone that we got arrested in Washington Square Park by a police officer on a bike for smoking a blunt together. So did, years you, old. did how did you get out of jail? Did you call your parents? No, they just let us out. What? Like five hours later. That yeah. is so strange. Like, like after they took our photos, they let us out. And then we just had a, like a trial date that we had to go to a month later. Like it wasn't a big offense, you know? Yeah. Which I guess why it was like kind of funny is because we didn't really have many repercussions after it yeah. and it wasn't bad. It's not like we had community service. We didn't have anything else. We just have a ridiculous story. Christina's a criminal people. Yeah. Um, I am. Okay. Another one of my scandalous stories is, so I was really wild my freshman year of college, like really wild, but I would drink a lot. And one night I got home to my dorm and I was wasted and I felt so sick. I ran to down the hall to the bathroom and I ran into the handicap stall. And as I'm pushing the door open and running in, I projectile vomit across the wall. Like as I'm trying to like get to the toilet. So there's just like a stream across the wall all over the toilet. And then I did get some in the toilet, but most of it was like projectile all over the bathroom. I am so wasted. I just go back to bed. Okay. In the morning, (laughs) everyone is like talking. They're like, 
have you guys seen the bathroom someone threw up everywhere and i was just like oh my god ew who would do that who would throw up and just leave it that is disgusting and i'm like i you know who i saw on there last night linda i'm pretty sure it was linda so i blame this vomiting story on this poor girl named Linda who lived on our floor. Like I was savage. Like that was so mean. I think that's way meaner than you not inviting your friend to the party on Facebook. <laughs> anyway, so for like probably I don't even know how long, a couple weeks, everyone thinks Linda threw up in the bathroom. Like no one's believing her when she's like, guys, it wasn't me. And everyone was like, Linda, dude, like that was fucked up that you didn't clean it up. And then I was like eating at me the guilt. I finally, like a couple weeks later, I'm like, you guys, it wasn't Linda. That was me. <laughs> it was You me. confessed? Yeah, I confessed. And what did people say? What was their reaction? They were like, Rayanne, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, I honestly yeah. don't know. I really don't. I'm stupid. That's what's wrong with me. I have no excuse. Were you friends with Linda? We were like, you know how, like, no, we weren't like really friends. Acquaintances. Yeah, it was just like she lived on our floor and we all like, yeah, we're like, it's a small school, but no, she wasn't my friend. She's the scapegoat. Oh, Linda. I know. I'm really sorry, Linda. I'm really sorry. For okay. Listening. I kind of have a shitty story like that too, for my second scandalous story. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So freshman year of college, I was pledging a sorority and which was like one of the most fun times ever I loved pledging and part of the pledging process there was this like all night dance-a-thon it was a charity foundation and as a pledge you had to like raise money for it and like go to it blah blah blah, blah. most of the sorority sisters were involved like it was a big thing at our school the dance-a-thon so I remember I raised the most money out of all my sister, like my pledge sisters. Like I did such a good job. I was so excited about it. Like, I just like being involved. I like these sort of things. So this was like fun for me. It wasn't an annoying task. You know, I ended up getting super, super sick and not being able to go to the dance-a-thon because it was like a 24 hour more that you'd be up at this thing. And I don't think you're allowed to sit down at all. So I just physically <laughs> couldn't do it because it I was sounds sick. like it's from like the 1950s. I know. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Um, and I remember this one girl in particular being so, this like one older sister being so mean to me and to like other, my other pledge class, like for not doing it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I understand it's annoying that like a bunch of our like pledge sisters aren't doing it, but like I tried my best. Like I'm ill. Like I can't do it for a certain reason. But she was so, so mean. So me and two of my other friends decided to take revenge and they had us like run errands for them all day and we had to get them Starbucks and this is so fucked up. But we ended up getting X-Lax and crushing X-Lax and putting it into her drink. This sounds like from a movie. Is that like a, that's a laxative? It's a laxative. And I honestly, to this day, don't know if it actually did anything to her because we weren't there and she wasn't like reporting. Oh my gosh. I was like shitting the whole night. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it didn't do anything to her, but it is like, I so vividly remember getting these Starbucks drinks, stepping on these X, X lax and like the packets in the parking lot, pouring it into the drink and just being like, here you go. Savage. Yeah. Christina. It was really savage actually. Damn. But you know what? Honestly, like we were not treated properly. No. They were hazing Fuck you. That. They hazed you. You hazed them ha right back. We hazed them right back. That's exactly what it was. Only one person. Everyone else we were great too. But one person was so mean. So she got what she had coming for her. Maybe. She just probably, she was like, wow, I really feel cleared out. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe we did her a favor. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Okay. So my, this other scandal story isn't even something that happened like that I did, but I, it is etched in my brain forever. So I have to share it. Okay. Tell us. Okay. So when I was in high school, I was super involved in like all the clubs and stuff. And one of the clubs I was involved with like was student council. And we were really close to our student council advisor. And I say we, because like two of my best friends at the time were also on student council with me and like officers in our class. Anyways, one of, one of them, one of the girls and I went to college together. We were roommates, best friends, whatever. So one day we go out to dinner while we're in college with our high school student council advisor. And mind you, this person we know so well, cause we were like 
worked with her for four years as our class council advisor. I babysitted her kids at a point. At one point, it was like really sad. She had like a miscarriage. We helped like do this like foundation for her and fundraiser. Anyways, we were super close to her and her family. So we sit down at Fuddruckers, okay? Oh my God, I've been there. Oh, you have? Okay. I used to love Fuddruckers. It's like this burger spot, if you don't know. Yeah. We sit down at Fuddruckers. I'm thinking just me like a nice casual catch up situation. And all of a sudden, she starts telling us how she's having an affair with this kid we went to high school with who was a year older than us. And it's so crazy because I went on a date with this guy. He like brought me to this Oasis concert at Madison Square Garden, which like looking back, I was like, damn, I totally friends on him. I don't know why at the time I was just like, oh, this guy's like so nice. We're going to like a concert together. We're like, no, like that was a date. <laughs> like what? But he was like super dorky, like was obsessed with AP Euro and like was in like some of my history classes. Anyways, she turns out she's like having an affair with him. And this is like what she says to us within like two minutes of sitting down at the table. And we were like, what? She told us she gave him head in a parking lot of like a CVS. And we're like, what the? We're like, we are just, our minds were blown. We're like, wait, what is happening? She proceeds to show us photos of his penis. What? I, I'm not even Wait, were you. you still in high school? We were in college. This was like our freshman year of college or maybe sophomore year of college. So she's like, so okay, we were these out girls of high are school. out of school. I'm going to just tell them yes. everything. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I am not even kidding. So then I think she also said she was like sleeping with someone else, showed us their penis as well. She's like, I don't know if I should stay in my relationship or not, whatever. I'm not even kidding you. My friend and I got into the car, looked at each other and just were like, ah! and like scream for like a good solid five minutes. We were like, what just happened? Our minds were completely blown because one, I'm, I honestly don't think at this point, I don't even know if I had sex at the time. I was probably still a virgin. So all of a sudden I've just saw so many penises. Okay. This from is like so a teacher. Up. And someone who you looked up to, who's like an older figure with someone who we also knew. It was so crazy, dude. It was so crazy. I'm not even kidding you. Like we would like, we like screened in the car and then I don't even think we'd like talked about it for a while. Cause we were like shooken up. We're like, that was so weird. It was the, it was one of the craziest experiences I've Ew, ever had. I'm grossed out. I'm really grossed out. Isn't that wild? Well, especially cause she I, was I honestly like don't know what. A f like, a, like a role model figure for you guys like what i know that's scandalous. i don't know whatever happened to her i don't know what happened to her family but i think that was definitely the last time we hung out with her well i would hope so isn't that crazy that's crazy it, and it all happened like like i don't even know if we ate our food like it happened so quickly <laughs> she just started like word vomiting like she i also like part of me feels bad because she clearly has no one to talk to that she had to she felt comfortable talking to us like maybe she was like, oh, these cool college girls, like they'd understand. The college no. girls are wild. I, that is yeah. so weird to me. That is so weird. I know. Ew, I'm grossed out. Anyways, if anyone went to my high school, I guess you could put a couple things together <laughs> if you're listening. But no, I think we both, is that? We both shared stories of people that could definitely be figured out. And you know what? Yeah. We'll let the people investi investigate if they feel so inclined. Okay, Should we get into some of our listeners' scandalous stories? Yeah, kick it off for us, Christina. <laughs> okay. I once pulled down Flo Rida's boxers at a concert when he was sitting on a man's shoulders. He freaked out and I had his butt sweat on my hand. I was dying at the time, but now I'm pretty sorry about it. Okay. Like what? I'm just dying because I don't know why. And maybe you'd never felt like this, but like, I feel like women like have like think it's like a funny thing to pull down guys pants. Did you guys like do that in college or just like in general? There was like a whole thing I saw about on TikTok too. And this girl probably thought it was like the funniest thing to pull down someone's pants at a concert. Flow rider? Like, I was like what? Wait, but the fact that it's flow rider is really <laughs> that, funny to me. <laughs> it's absurd. It's so absurd. And it seems like something that you're probably, she's probably wasted. She probably thought it was so funny, but then it having his butt sweat on her hand. He's probably so mad. I needed to ask more details about what happened afterwards. Because if someone pulled out my pants, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd fuck them up. That's yeah. Like, when you're younger, you always think like doing weird stuff like that is like so funny. And then you're actually like, what was I doing? Like, what? <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Okay. In college, someone took my half dry clothes out of the dryer and put mine on the floor. So I walked back to the dorm, filled a cup of flour and dumped it on their clothes. No damage was done, but square one of the laundry cycle felt vindicated. Vindicated. Okay. So damn. Someone woke up on the wrong side of the bed, but honestly, someone no, putting your clothes on the no, floor. That's, that's just annoying. Up. That's really messed yeah. up. When I used to live at my apartment building, those are like the things that I wanted to do to people when they would like mess up your laundry cycle. And I just never did, but it's just messed up. Like yeah, that's messed up. common courtesy for other people that are sharing. And you know, all those laundry rooms Wash are, dryers with you. are nasty as hell on the floor. Ew. Ew. Okay. I kind of love this one. I'm a plus size mom of two and I have a secret only fan that my husband runs. No one knows but us. Girl, I hope you're raking in the cash. Yes. I hope she's making money. Making money. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did I tell you that I got someone messaged me asking if I had an OnlyFans account? No. This guy messaged me and it was like the nicest, most respectful message. I was like, what? He's like, hey, he's like, I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. He was like, but you're such a beautiful woman. He was like, I was just wondering if you had an OnlyFans or were thinking of making one. I'm sure like, he's like, I know me and I'm sure a lot of other people would love to see more of you in, of course, a tasteful way. And I was like, what? It's like so polite. Was like literally, it was so polite and like nice. And I was like, I mean, part of me was like flattered. I'm not going to lie. And then the other part was just dying. And I just shared it with Steve. I was like, just so you know. Honestly, you have competition. You've got a backup plan. If this blogging, if this influencer plan. thing goes south, I'm not afraid. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. We can start an OnlyFans. Okay. When I moved to Berkeley, I met a lady who said she walked in on someone breastfeeding her baby at a play date, as in breastfeeding a child that wasn't theirs. Is that weird? Ew. Yes, that's fucking weird. Because what that's I that's so weird. I saw on TikTok like two friends. One of them couldn't produce milk, and her other mom was like a ba- mom too, like a new mom, and so she let her uh, friend breastfeed her baby. Is that weird? That is weird to me. That is weird to me. But I think that situation's a little bit different then because then someone it's not like getting obviously permission. something they just and then yeah, that's that's weird. Like actually, when we were in San Diego this weekend, there's this one random woman who like must have been like a little drunk. And like, there was all these like kids dancing and she randomly picked up this one kid and was dancing and throwing this kid around. And then my friend was like, dude, that's not her kid. And I was like, no, of course it's her kid. She knows that kid. And then you saw the mom run over and was like, give me my kid back. And I was like, she just picked up someone's random kid and started dancing with them and and like throwing them around her back and stuff. I'm like, that's weird. So like, I thought that was weird, but let alone to walk in and like see someone breastfeeding Breastfeeding your kid. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I like, what the fuck? So yeah, I think that's weird. Um, I started hooking up with a doctor 27 years older than me, and he fucked me on his exam table. I think that's hot. That's hot. Okay, a lot of you are sleeping with your friends' dads. I can... No. Yes. I had probably, like, multiple responses of people saying they slept with their friend's dad. (laughs) I can't even think of a friend's dad... Actually, this one girl I went to college with, her dad was super hot, but I can't think of anyone's dad I would want to have sex with. That makes me sick. Yeah, I can't think of anyone's dads I want to have sex with either. But honestly, if I... Are these dads married? Are they single? They didn't specify. You naughty girls. there's some hot dads out there. Oh yeah, there's hot dads. You guys should follow the hot dads of Disney Instagram. It's really... It's just hot dads at Disney World. It's pretty... It's funny. Yeah. I took a guy's virginity and then asked him if he wanted to go down on me to get practice. Honestly, that's pretty elite. That is pretty elite. Do you you know what practice? I used to say to guys? <laughs> what? I, I used to, like, for some reason, I like just thought I was like really bold sometimes. But if a guy was like ever, if I was like a guy and he like wanted me to go down on him and stuff like that, I'd be like, no. And he'd be like, no. And I'd be like, no, no means eat me out first. And like, I felt so confident saying that. Whoa, and Christina. I know. I don't know. There's probably <laughs> things involved. But I remember, and I remember this one guy specifically was like, I never had anyone say that to me first. And then he proceeded to go down on me. And I'm like, well, it this worked. is how it's going to work. Worked like a yeah. charm. Worked like a charm. Dang. Smart, smart girls. I had a one night stand with someone I met in an Uber pool. 
<laughs> this is so funny to me because I always give my friend Hannah a hard time for taking Uber pool. And honestly, maybe like <laughs> screw I Bumble. I see you giving Hannah a hard time for that. Probably like Hannah. I'm like, it saves Uber you like pool. $2. It's not even like half diff- price difference. Like it doesn't save you that much money. But you know what I used to take when I first moved to LA? I used to take Uber pool all the time. And it was actually really entertaining. I should maybe now that Uber pool's back, I should maybe... Maybe I'll take it again just to see. You know, Bumble isn't really working out. Hinge, that's a chit show. The new way to meet people. <laughs> Uber pool. <laughs> All right, we'll report back to us on that. Okay. My ex left me for his now wife, and they now have an open marriage, and he wants me. I'd be like, no, you yeah, had your chance. Same. But that Absolutely. honestly is like pretty validating to be like, okay, yeah, no, he wants me. It is, definitely. Okay. I left work with no warning because the boy I was seeing wasn't texting me back. We had literally just become exclusive. My spidey senses were tingling, so I drove to his mom's house. He lived there and called him and saw his car. He didn't answer. So I tried the door. It was open. I went inside and heard moaning upstairs. He was with an 18-year-old. We were 26. He scrambled down in his boxers and I punched him in the chest and left. Good riddance. Damn. Boy, bye. Yikes. You just became exclusive? Ew, fuck you. Yes. And he lived with his mom. Right. Right. <laughs> There's like so many layers to this. You can do better. And he's having sex with an 18 year old girl, like with the door open at his mom's house. In like the middle of the no. day. No. Right. No, bye. I did a line of Coke off my crush's dick at a brunch event in a porta potty. What kind of brunch event are you at? <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused because there's a porta potty and also like logistically, how does that work? Those porta potties, I can barely get in there without touching the sides. Literally, <laughs> same. Exactly. I'm like, how is this happening? They're definitely not as tall as us, I would have to say. No. Oh my gosh. My coworker caught her husband in bed with her 20 year old little sister two weeks after their honeymoon. That mm-hmm. is a scandalous mm-hmm. story what that is that's crazy i just actually finished this colleen hoover book that's like all about an affair between a sister and between sisters that makes me really sad girls like who do their a lot girls who do their sisters dirty are next level savage mean like that is agreed that is next level evil like if you i think even if you just like make out with someone your sister liked or was like had seen or something that is savage i mean if your sister is complicated if your sister was like i I like him yeah of course right no but that's what i'm saying i feel like that happens a lot like i feel like there's like a weird competition maybe with certain sisters yeah and that can be part of it also probably i don't know I thought my now ex-boyfriend was cheating on me with my boss. Turns out he was. And he was sleeping with her, but also found out he had slept with over 200 men too. We had been together for 12 years and he completely hid that side of his life from me. Dude, that's scandalous too. Whoa. I feel like he might be a sex addict. Maybe. Actually, this kind of happened to one of my good friends. What? Like she was cheated on by her uh, her boyfriend several times, but then she found out that he was like cheating on her with like guys and girls. Damn. And just complicates things because then you really like can't trust him with anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cheating. Cheat. Oh gosh, that makes me. Wow. Okay. Had sex with a married colleague in the ice machine vestibule of the hotel at a work thing. Hot. Is it called a vestibule? I've never heard that word before. Vestibule. I guess. I think, I feel like that's hot if he wasn't married because I just feel like that's fucked up to hook up with married Married. I didn't. Okay. I take back that that's hot. I forgot that I just read out that it was married. I thought you were just like, I had sex with my colleague. It's like, that's pretty hot. Married. Yeah. I think that's that's hot too. But again, no judgment. No judgment. No. Well, we, that was some scandalous stories, people. Thank you for sending these in and providing us with some juicy content today. We really appreciate it. Yes. And thank you for allowing us to share our scandalous moments. Yeah. With no judgment. Okay. (laughs) Also. Yeah. And no judgment with, you know, we've all, we've all done some scandalous things. So, you know, do with that what you will, but that's all we got for you today. Should we get into our ask away? 
Yeah, let's do it. All right, everyone, it is time for Ask Away with Ray and Kay, where we sit down with you and give you our solicited advice. Let's get into it. So I moved to Vietnam now two months ago, and a couple of nights before I left, I was packing up my apartment and I had lots of friends coming in and out to help pack. But one of my very best friends lives four hours away and she was in town for the weekend. And this whole time we had planned that she would come over, stay the night, like help me pack up and also just get like some major quality time in before this huge move. And when she got to my apartment, she was like, Hey, actually plans changed. Like my boyfriend and I decided that we want to leave and head home earlier. So I actually have a few minutes to say goodbye. And I was shocked because when I say best friend, like we've been best friends for 18 years. Like this is one of my closest friends and yeah. So for her to just be so dismissive in that moment, I was taken aback and I, you know, I was like, Oh really? I thought we'd have all night together. Like I was really looking forward to spending some time with you. And she was like, yeah, we just decided we want to get back down to Durango before it's too late. And I was just like, okay. So it was honestly a little bit uncomfortable, which felt so weird for us being such good friends. And so like I hugged her, she left. And then I kind of started to feel like the, the, like the real feeling started to settle in. Like I was starting to feel really hurt. And at first I was like, don't take this personally. Like who knows like what the circumstances were, but then I was like, actually, this is really personal. Like I'm about to move across the world and it's really important to me that we spend this time together. And so I was feeling really hurt. I shared with a couple of other of my friends and they were really supportive, but this is my best friend. So I, I still haven't felt like she's been trying to have like a really solid line of communication since my move. And it's been two months now. I still want to bring it up, but I'm just not sure like how to bring it up now. Like it feels like so much time has passed and like, obviously it'll have to be virtually somehow. So yeah. What do you guys think? Well, real quick, what is, what does your communication look like right now? Cause I know you said it hasn't been really solid, but like, how are you commuting? Is it just like text here and there? Is it you always reaching out? Like, wh- how does that work? It definitely feels one-sided and it primarily has been like, we've been communicating through our group chat. So like, there's the three of us in our group chat and we're super close. We talk about everything, but like, even on my birthday, which was just a few weeks ago, my 30th birthday, she texted me in our group chat as opposed to like, calling me or step like individually texting me. And so like definitely things feel weird. And I just know like she's the type of person who like, she has a hard time like having crucial conversations. Mm -hmm. And so like, I know it's going to be a hard topic to bring up anyway, but I just like, I don't even know how to bring it up now. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting. I think these like times when, cause you said you guys are so close and you're such good friends. I'm sure I just had a close friend move away. And it's really interesting how people deal with those emotions of like, oh my gosh, my best friend is moving away. She might be coping in the way where she's like shutting down, which is not, not okay. But like, this is a really big shift in your guys' friendship and they're going to be growing pains because you're moving from literally four hours away to like now you have this huge time difference and like you're on the other side of the world right and so I think like she's probably maybe just dealing with it differently is what I think but I think you 100% need to bring it up because I don't know me personally I'm like if there's if something feels weird in a friendship like I can't just continue on I like have to say something (laughs) which I think like you know when something's off like we can always tell when something's off so I think you just need to bring it up. Maybe just like 
give her a call or like, hey, like shoot her a text and maybe be like, I don't know, it's hard. Everyone deals with like <laughs> wanting to talk about things differently, but just be like, hey, I you know, really want to talk to you like and catch up. Is there a time like this week we could do a FaceTime or whatever? And then just let her know like, hey, I just want to let you know that like that really hurt because I was really looking forward to spending quality time with you because the bottom line is that you just want to spend time with her. And that's what's hurt. You're, that's why you're hurt is because you're, you value her as a friend and you value your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think that trying to schedule a call like definitely would be great because then it's like you guys like scheduling a hangout, like one-on-one session versus like you catching her at a random time when she's like not really available to like get into anything. And I think the biggest thing is coming at it from like a place of like vulnerability versus like defense or attacking her because maybe I'm sure deep down, like she probably knows like something's up too. You know what I mean? Like she feels it too, especially if you've been friends for 18 years and I'm sure none of you want that. And maybe there is like some sideline, like pressure from her boyfriend. I don't know what your relationship is with him or I don't know, maybe like something happened and they really did want to get back. And she just felt like she didn't want to get into it or express it because she didn't want you to think, she was choosing him over you. It's probably super, super complicated. And maybe it's not, maybe at the time she was just being a shitty friend and feels guilty about it now. And because of that is like a little bit more distant, but I just think that you need to do it and have the conversation and it needs to be done as soon as possible, because as more time goes by, more distance happens and you'll get more awkward. And like, I'm sure you envision like you being there, her coming to visit, like you guys having like so much fun together. So I think you just need to make sure that she knows that you that you're still there for her and you want to be there for her as well. And maybe part of it is like, Oh, she's like living this life in Vietnam now. Like I don't fit into it or like she's doing her own thing. So it's trying to like navigate this new time in your friendship. But I think the first line is communication. So I would set that up as soon as possible and don't be scared. This is your friend. You know what I mean? Like, like be scared still. (laughs) I mean, I know it's like a little scary to confront anyone, but I don't think you need to think about it as like a confrontation. I think it just has to be like- We're not going to fight about it. Like at the end of the day, we both want our friendship to be like as secure, as solid as possible. I do think, Christina, what you bring up about like maybe something was going on with her boyfriend. I am really close with him too, but they are really private in their relationship and like- she is a really private friend. Like I'm the type of friend will all like share every, what I had for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but <laughs> she's like just really reserved. So I think like maybe yeah. there was something else going on and she didn't feel like I'm about to leave. Let's, I want to like, let's jump into the, this thing that just happened. Like there could be something else going on and like bottom line, like I want our communication to be better. And I'm sure that she does too. So. And I think a way to make it less scary is not being like, Hey, I want to talk to you about something because I'm really hurt for what you did to me. But it maybe it's the approach of like, Hey, like, are you Okay. Because like, I want to make sure that everything is good with you because like, there's been some things going on that I don't feel like totally comfortable with. Like, I feel like a little hurt and this isn't us. So like, I want to get down to it, like coming at it, like making sure she's all right too, because maybe she's not. And maybe she needs her friend right now as well. And if she is super private and maybe she does feel like a little bad about like what happened when she, when you left and now you're in a different country and there's a time zone, like there's all these factors that can continue to layer up. So mm-hmm. I think that. Sometimes it sucks being like the bigger person or being like the one who has to have the talk, but I think you'll feel so much better afterward. Yeah, I think so too. I hope that helps. I know. I hope that helps. That sucks when that happens. It it really sucks. And it's like, it's so much change on your friendship. And then, you know, when you have this, like, Oh, in your mind that you were going to have this goodbye and it's going to go this way and it doesn't go that way. It sucks. And you're like, Oh, this isn't how I wanted to go. And yeah, yeah, so I think it sounds like you guys are, have a very valuable friendship. I mean, 18 years, that's wild. And so, yeah, I think just having the conversation, like Christina said, is going to be, I'm sure it's going to go great. And you're going to be like, oh, I feel so much better. Definitely. I know I'll feel better when, once I bring it up, but those things are hard to bring up sometimes, even with your closest friends. Honestly, even, I think sometimes it's even harder because like, you don't want to 
I mean, it's just hard in general to bring, to be like, hey, this hurt me or this is how I'm feeling. Like, it's just hard. And especially with your girlfriends, because you don't want to rock the boat. And sometimes you're like, am I making this a bigger deal? Or like, there's just so many things. And it is, it's not an easy thing to do, but it's just going to keep like festering. So get out there and we need an update. Yeah, good luck, <laughs> I definitely will. And we update you guys. Well, thank you for chatting. I'm like, I'm like fangirling over here. Oh my wow. God. Well, thank you for coming on. And we hope that you are loving life and settling in Vietnam. That's such a fun, exciting adventure. I'm jealous. And yeah, well, a good time. amazing. And thank you so much. And yeah, please email us an update. We do these and now I'm like so invested. I'm like, everybody needs to tell us an update. <laughs> I'll definitely email you guys. I'm going to give myself the deadline to reach out by the end of the week. That's perfect. And, and, and set up like, hey, we need to catch up. It's been way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at confidentcollective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.